to you. I'm mighty glad to be in this house of worship this morning. And the reception has been astounding. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you before I get into my message that I'm grateful to you for being here this morning as I'm grateful to be here. Sometimes people say and do things that bring out the spirit of the living God in you. And I have come through great trial and tribulation to be able to stand here today. Unbeknownst to some of you, even as we speak, I have absolutely no feeling in my feet. None whatsoever. And people will ask, how are you walking? And you don't have any muscles and nothing else working in your feet. But when you know the man from Galilee, he's a healer, door opener, and way maker. So yes, I'm standing. Jesus. 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 Oh, what a wonderful job. My friends say I'm walking under the anointing. And I don't care if you don't praise it. I'm going to praise it. If somebody shut down something, I'm going to act the fool. But when I think about his goodness and all he's done for me, I thank my brother and I thank my sister for inviting me here this morning. I do acknowledge Deaconess Rita Jack, who's in the house, as well as the assistant pastor of Refuge Church Number One, the Reverend Sherma Jack Russo. And when I was talking to my sister, she told me, "Say, we studying on uh, uh, can't even get it right." She said, "We're studying on this lesson that you're doing for the next four lessons." And uh, I said, okay, send me what you got. She said, you got it. I'm going to send you what you need. So I said, yes, ma'am. So I'm going to change what I do normally and give you what thus saith the Lord from a different perspective this morning. But I want to direct your attention to this joy that I have. See, the old folks say, this joy that I have. The world didn't give it to me. So you just said, well, to move that onion, pronged up, frowned up, messed up, face off the place this morning, and for a few moments give God the glory for who he is in your life, because you wouldn't have a face at all had not been for the Lord. I'm reminded of the story of Daffy Duck, whose wife told him, he was sitting over there and she was feeding them or doing something. You know how Mrs. Duck do. And Daffy was running his mouth. She said, Daffy, you say one more word and I'm going to slap your face off. The next scene, Daffy's over in the corner. All his face is gone. Because <laughs> she slapped it clean off. 
Well, this morning for a few moments, I want you to let God slap your face clean off. Get real for a few minutes with me. We won't be long. But get real because he has something that he needs for you to do this morning. So I want you to work with me as we address, address Luke, the second chapter, verses 8 through 14. While the shepherds watched their flock by night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them and said, be not afraid. So the first thing we want to address this morning is your duty, that's number one, to be not afraid. The angel had brought good news to the shepherds. You see, church, there should be joy in doing your duty. You're going to work with me a few minutes. Doing your duty is akin to what shepherds were doing in the field that night. They were watching over the flock, not gossiping about them. Y'all gonna say amen. Help me out. They were looking for that blessed hope, the hope of glory, not finding fault with the musicians, not getting upset because so and so ain't preaching this morning, not getting upset because Triple Pastor Smithson walked down the aisle, but glad to be in the church one more time. So we find in our text this morning that these shepherds, these animal keepers, these animal janitors were keeping the sheep. These sheep, let me talk about them for a minute, were nasty. They were dirty. They were whining. And they had no direction. They would stand in the rain and drown if it were not for the shepherds. They were homeless sheep. They had to be led back to the shepherd by the crook, which is the thing that looks like a candy cane that you use here at Christmas time. Uh, They were bad sheep. (laughs) They kept stuff going all the time. They would wander away from where they supposed to be. And they had a whole lot to say about anything. They had many a parking lot meeting to tell what they think should be going on in refuge number one. Y'all ain't praying with you. The good shepherd had to deal with the sheep. Stinking sheep. Bad news sheep. Know everything, been there, done that, done had a good time saying it, sheep. (laughs) But the good shepherd realized, like all of us this morning, that even though the sheep would have been bad sheep, he was glad to be in God's service. One more time. We're talking about the shepherds that's on this hill. Glad to do their duty. Uh Glad to walk around and help get the table straightened out. Glad to be part of the activities of the church. Glad to do what they could do, even on wobbly legs, even on arthritic legs, even on legs that don't walk at all. Glad to be in his service. One more time. I'm going somewhere. Just stick with me. So joyful to help the helpless sheep. 
We often don't have a clue, as that man said this morning, what other people are going through. We don't even have a clue, but we assume that everything is all right. Matter of fact, Matt might have asked Ronnie this morning, Ronnie, are you all right? And she hollered, yes, I'm all right. And all she wanted to do was take a, 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 a baseball bat and pop him upside the head. But we have to remember to do our duties and to be good shepherds and to sing in tune with the Savior. No matter what's going on in your life, you got to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Praise him as loud as you can. We didn't come here this morning to have a funeral. No, I didn't drive up in, the, in this park to look at you sitting there looking at me like I sucked an onion. I came to give him glory. I came to give him honor. I came to let you know that the gospel of Jesus Christ is life and it's life everlasting. I came to let you know I ain't scared of nobody. I ain't scared of nobody, baby brother, not even the Pope. Just glad to be in this outdoor arena. Glad to take care of the sheep. I'm going somewhere. Glad to know that Jesus is Lord and that he's risen from the dead and that every knee shall bow. That Jesus Christ is Lord. You see, in order for you to really do your duty, you have to understand how blessed you are. You're blessed to be able to have eyes to see. You're blessed to have big ears that can hear. You are blessed to have a tongue that can taste. You are blessed to have lips that can kiss and be kissed. You are blessed to have hands that can hold you and hold something else. You are blessed to have a warm body and a body to be wounded. Yeah. Oh, you're blessed to have feet yeah. to walk on. You're blessed to have a back that stands you up straight. Yeah. You are blessed yeah. in the coming in, and yeah. you're blessed yeah. in the going out. Yeah. You're blessed because God is on his throne, and no matter what's going on around the world, God is still in control. Yes. Yeah. You've been through something. I can look at you this morning and tell you, you've been through something. Some of you been through something, going through something right now. Or the preacher trying to talk about me. You got it all down to your underwear. Things just ain't working right at home. Things ain't going right on your job. Things ain't going right in your church. Things ain't going right wherever they ain't going right. But I stopped and tell you this morning, stop listening to that cacophony of negativism that comes from Satan himself. And stop listening to that stuff that he induces in your spirit. And turn your life to Christ. Stay focused on the Lord. He's the way maker. He'll open doors for you. Be fruitful and be dutiful, good shepherds, who heard the voice of God out in the wilderness, out on the mountainside. And see, God only asks you to do one thing. Believe by faith this morning. Get up from your seat and do nothing. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Get up this morning and recognize that God came in the form of a baby so that you would have a right and a title to the tree of life. In case you don't know, this joy, that's my subject, that I have, I have it because God promised 
That every day he would walk with you. That's right. No matter what your situation was. No matter how stinking the situation got, God promised he would walk with you. He'll walk through you through everything. No matter what folks say about you, he will be your burden bearer. No matter how bad they treat you, he's gonna be right there to the end. Ah, he said he would make the rough places straight and the crooked places straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Second thing, if you're going to have this joy that I have, you got to do this. You got to make some decisions. Amen. There was a story told of Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker was a single black woman that went to France or somewhere with her husband. She was married, interracial marriage. And they adopted about 20 kids. And so when... Josephine had a spell. She decided she wanted another child. So she went to her husband. This would have been, I guess, about 21. I don't know. I lost count. But she told her husband, say, honey, I want another baby. And he said, Josephine, you shall not get another trail from me. She said, but I want another baby. He said, okay, okay, you do what you want to do. You go get the baby. But when you get the baby, I won't be here anymore. Josephine went right out and got the baby. <laughs> and she said to her husband as he was taking his suitcase out the door, I made a decision. Go ahead. It might not have been the right decision, but at least I made a decision. <laughs> so when you have joy, you have Jesus, yeah. you're going to make the right decision. Yeah. The angel told them to be not afraid. And to make the right decision to believe and continue going on with Jesus just the same. If you have made a decision, stand by the decision that you made. But I want to tell you, you ought not make a decision till you talk to God about the decision. You need to wait till he gives you the answer. Then you make the decision. In one situation, out of the ordinary will cause you to lose faith yeah. and run scared. And then uh, your rivers will be overflowing. Your, your situation will get desperate. There'll be shooting in the White House. There'll be killing in the streets. There'll be husbands leaving their wives. There'll be all kinds of stuff going on. And because the love of many has waxed cold, yeah. and because this is the beginning of sorrow, if you just don't trust God, everything that could come against you will come against you. Amen. Oh, let me tell you right now, they shout too much at Refuge Church, so I ain't going there no more. <laughs> I go somewhere where it's quiet. I'm not going there because I made a decision that I need to be where I can feel his presence. I need to go somewhere where... I, I can feel his presence. I don't get upset. And so going to refuge, I'm subject to get upset. I'm subject to have a fit. I'm subject to throw it down and can't pick it back up. So I ain't going there no more. Be good courage. Be clear this morning. Whatever you bring to the table, that's what you're going to take from the table. Hey, folks, y'all help me here this morning. Go ahead. Hey, folks, come to the church family big picnic. And they don't bring nothing. I mean, not even a toothpick. Y'all ain't bring And then they make sure, Ronnie, they get to the head table where all the good stuff is, especially where the preacher's going to be. And they gather around that table and they 
ain't brought nothing. I'm going to talk a little Ebonics this morning. Yeah, ain't brought ahead. nothing. Uh-huh. But they gather around that table and they eat till they can't eat no more. Uh-huh. And then they dig in their pocketbook, Elaine, because they got a great big bag they brought with them. Uh-huh. Ten plates in there with covers. <laughs> <laughs> and they pack all that up. Yeah. Now remember, yeah. you didn't bring nothing. Right. But you're taking away half the table. Yeah. Oh, the cow, the horse, and whatever else on there. Amen, praise the Lord. But that's how it is when you don't know Jesus. You say, I got to leave because there ain't nothing going on over there. You didn't bring nothing to the world, yeah. and you shall surely carry nothing out. Amen. You didn't bring nothing to the equipment, to the to the picnic, so it's all understood that you would pack up everything and run off with it. You all hear me this morning. <laughs> Let me tell you something else, though. Wherever you go, you take you with you. Yeah. So if you were a mess over here in refuge, you're going to be a mess over there in Glen Burnley. Y'all ain't crazy. You don't like me. It's all right. I'm going to be back the next year this time. If you, if, if you a mess, you just a mess. Hallelujah. I can't stand. Say, nobody asked you to stand, nobody. Stand on the word of God. Stand and lift him up and give him glory and honor for who he is. That's what you need. See, this joy comes with a decision. I decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. And see, when I tell you I'm so loud, and I am, this morning I got up, and I have a halo. That's my nickname when it ain't Philly B and some of those other things that they call me. So I I, I have a halo that I ordered from the Timu or whoever that is on Facebook. And I and, and we mash a button and it'll light up. So I put the halo up on my head because that's my nickname. And I ran back and I said, oh boy, you looking sharp now, halo. And I said, I will wear a halo up in here today. So everybody can see I got a halo. But if your light is shining brighter than the noon sun, you don't need a halo like the halo that you got a halo over your head because that means you are holy. You are holy. You're sanctified. You're filled with his pressure. Holy Ghost. And this joy that you have, the world didn't give it to you. And the world can't take it away. And do you realize that folks have died in the pandemic and other things? that they were still here while you getting up, walking off from your church, walking off from what God called you to because you ain't feeling it. You ain't going to feel it over there either. You don't hear me this morning. Wherever you trying to feel it, feel it at home. Grab your coochie too and feel that. Hallelujah. (laughs) What you doing when one angel scared you to death? If you look, 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 uh, I'm talking, I got to talk. <laughs> One angel on the mountain came to you and said, fear not, king is born. And you over there quaking in your boots, doing things that bodily functions have to help you with. Because you scared to death looking at one angel. Y'all ain't praying for me. Yeah. What in the world you going to do? When the sky is lit up with the heavenly hosts and all of them praising God to the highest. Hallelujah. 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 And then I say like Santa Claus, well, I'm going to tell you, Keith, I sprang from my bed because I heard such a chatter. I sprang from my bed. A clitter and a clatter. I sprang from my bed. 
the sheep of what's the matter. And there came a time when the angels are so full of joy, so full of happiness, and there is a difference between joy and happiness. See, I'm preaching different because my sister told me y'all had to have your advent message, so that's why I'm preaching this way. But, but, but the angels erupted in bravado and seraphimic adulations got to taking place and cherubic praising got to going on and the four and twenty elders got to clapping their hands and, and, and there was four part harmony with mama singing bass y'all ain't crazy and somebody stuck up a chord of joy to the world the Lord has come let her receive the king uh, you will find that when you got joy Joy is unspeakable, and God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. You don't have to worry about what people think. No, people going to talk when the world's on fire, but in him we live, move, and have our being. This joy that I had, the world didn't give it to me, so why the world would I be worried? anybody else in the Senate or anybody else in the Congress or anybody else that's an insurrectionist or anybody else that's lying in the White House when I know that God is on his throne. He's the way maker. He's the door opener. This joy that I have, the world didn't get it. Now listen, I'm about to finish. I got much more. The third thing, and all of them begin with D. I went to school, I learned alphabet. <laughs> Joy in the decree. Okay. I want you to get it. Some Christians nowadays run around on Facebook and other places talking about I'm decreeing and declaring. I ain't got no problem with that. Don't write me no letters. I'm just telling you what I think. Hallelujah. So I'm going to decree this and I'm going to declare that. I'm not going to decree and declare nothing. But I'm going to tell you that where I do today, I'm decreeing that by the blood of Jesus of Nazareth, uh -huh. we are made whole and free. Yeah. That's a declaration yeah. right there. Yeah. Ah, hallelujah, you missed it. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you a little more. I decree by the power of the Holy Spirit that I love and embrace his unadulterated word. Right. I, I, I want you to get this because some gonna argue with their theologic premise, uh, being right about everything, including the Holy Word. Yeah. Uh, they're going to tell you stuff like, he was not born in December. Uh -huh. he, he couldn't have been because yeah. December yep. was right. cold. Right. And, and, and the sheep that were on the hillside where the shepherds had come would have froze to death if he had come <laughs> in December. Yeah. Then somebody else going to pick it up theologically and say that don't make no sense. He was probably born in July because over there in the Arab countries, you know, it's hot all the time. And, and so that would make sense that he was born in July. And I want to tell you this morning, church, I want to say it like this. I don't care. I don't care if he was born in July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, or June. 
I don't care. I don't care if he was born by Riverside. I don't care. I don't care if he was born in a manger. I don't care. I don't care if he was born in a barnyard. I don't care. But one thing I decree this morning, he was born. But his birth and his death and his resurrection caused us to be saved by the precious blood of the Lamb. He was slain out there on Golgotha's hill. So it doesn't matter what you say. I know the Lord will make a way for his children. Our sweet, good, holy child, born in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. The prophet said he was coming. He was a he was a mighty God. He was the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. This God that I decree this morning was sanctified from my soul, and His Spirit lives in me. And in Him I live, move, and have my being. This baby that was wrapped in flesh, but clothed in divinity. This baby who brings joy to tomorrow. This baby who traveled through 42 generations to bring this old sinful world some joy. This wonderful counselor, this mighty God, this everlasting father, this prince of peace, this baby, this baby that we don't want to talk about too much. This baby that we need to praise God in the highest. This baby that came that we would have a right and a title to the tree of life. I just told you, it's by your decree. What come out of your mouth? Out of my mouth was flowing rivers of living water. I know the Lord will take care of me. I know the Lord will open doors for me. I know the Lord will make ways for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This baby, I'm talking about, I'm talking about. And when you have done all those things, you have to understand that he is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. He's joy in sorrow. He's hope for tomorrow. He's my strong tower. He's my lifter of my head. See, some people don't like it when you preach these kinds of sermons. Because they want you to talk about folks and have a whole lot of stuff to say. I ain't come to talk about folks. I come to talk about the folks. Jesus, the light of the world. Understand, he got all power in heaven and earth is in his hand. He's the bread of life. He's a healer in the sick room. He's my teacher in the college life. He's the help in ages past. He's a hope for years to come. But wait a minute. Let me make it plain to the sinner. He's, he's greater than the Senate. He's mightier than the Congress. He's greater than Governor Moore. He's greater than the dictator. He's greater even than the RS. He's greater than the State House. He's greater than the insurrectionist. He's greater than the molester. He's greater than the abuser. He's greater than the liar. He's greater than the cheater. He's greater than that slippery slope some of you are sitting on looking at me. He's greater this morning. And so, and so, I decree by the power of the Holy Ghost, I decree by this third Advent Sunday morning, I decree that Jesus is Lord. 
your new word this morning. I decree he's sozo. I said he's S-O-Z-O. I decree he's sozo this morning. I decree he was born of a virgin. I decree he's a prophet. I decree he's a king. I decree that he's the lily of the valley. I decree he's the savior of the world. I decree he's my friend above all others. I decree he's a mighty deliverer. I decree he's a burden bearer. I decree he's a door opener. I decree he's a way maker. I decree he's a friend above all others. I decree he's a storm chaser. I decree it. If you don't like it, so let me take something. He was born in this season was later persecuted, hung on, impaled on an old rugged cross, pierced in his saddle, blood came trickling down, company, company back then, and the coroner's report at the cross, oh I wish y'all would help me, stop looking at me like that, the coroner's report claimed that he died of cardiac hemorrhage, which was a broken heart, accompanied by compressive affliction and asphyxiation of the depravity and sinfulness of man. But yet, on that cross, he had time to give a joy bell sandwich to a dying feast. He had time to tell that person that's ordering you to Work together for good 
but they'll just call according to his purpose. And let me tell you, stop rushing God. Stop telling him what you want. And he better do this and he better do that. God don't have to do nothing. You better bow on your knees and cry holy. God, I've sinned. I've come short of your glory. Have mercy on me because this job that I have, the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. Finally, if you embrace the doomers, he is Lord. He's joy and sorrow. He's hope for tomorrow. He's my strong tower. He's the lifter of my head. Stand on your feet. He's the bread of life. He's a healer in a sick room. He's a doctor in the law room. He's God. He's God. He's God. He's God. Holy is his name. Holy is his name. And he led those shepherds to the point where nobody was afraid to run. But they wanted to go find this baby. Go find this baby that everybody else had kicked to the curb. Go find this baby that couldn't walk too good because her knees and stuff had busted. Go find that drug addict that nobody wants to pay attention to. Go find that homeless person and give them a home. Go find the person that God can use for his glory. I remember in the story where Jesus told the disciples to go find this donkey. Oh, hallelujah. And he said, go find the donkey and bring him to me. This toward the end of the story. And so, he already knew some of us were going to have a whole lot of questions. Yeah. Dr. Brown, I, I would go get the ducky, but how we know they're going to let me have him? Uh, uh, Dr. Brown, I, I would come to church, but I don't need all that Holy Ghost stuff y'all doing over there. Uh, Dr. Brown, I would lift Jesus, but I don't know him for myself. Then you hear God say, if they ask you, what you doing with the ducky? Tell them, I have need of it. God needs you in his army this morning. You can't afford to sit no longer. God needs you to get up by faith this morning and realize that this joy that you seek, this joy that you are waiting for, this joy, the hope of glory, it lies in Jesus, our Lord, Emmanuel. Hallelujah, God with her. He is the joy. He is the strength. He is my life. He's my everything.